Nothing's different from a regular Olympics that you see on TV and Special Olympics. They have the, the same exact experience. Okay. And what they have built into the program as well is you have a little bit of cultural exchange. So Special Olympics is worldwide. Mm. So for the North America, we're in the North America region. So that, that contains Canada and the U.S. and the Caribbean. So for the North American region, they would say North America gets 1,500 slots. Out of the 1,500 slots, I'm going to give you 20 for bocce, 300 for track. And they're going to specify. But what they also do is they also specify which gender and which levels. I'm a Harry Potter fan. Like, I'm the biggest. What house are you? Hufflepuff. (laughs) Look at his face. Welcome back to the Fanatic Island is your home for sports and sports entertainment. We have another soundbar sit down, another little cooking segment, you know, releasing later this year. Stay tuned. Oh, wow. But we have Miss Johnny um, Blyden, Special Olympics volunteer extraordinaire who has traveled to Nebraska, Los Angeles, Abu Dhabi, Puerto Rico. It's not like she rich. Greece <laughs> and most recently Berlin for not only the Special Olympics but Special Olympics Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. So that whole intro that we had just now, I need the recipe for the cookies and the air fryer because I <laughs> did not know that was possible. I know yeah, certain things are possible, but thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I'm happy to be here. Um, what do you have going on? What's up? So I am, like you said, I dubbed myself the volunteer extraordinaire for a Special Olympics Bahamas. I've been involved in the program um, from 2008 okay. when I returned um, back to Nassau from, I guess, college. And I lived in Eduthra for a little bit. So once I came home to Nassau, I got involved with the program. So I started off. Uh, just as a volunteer, I did transportation. Well, Special Olympics is nonprofit, so mm-hmm. we have no paid positions. So all of the persons that are involved in our organization are volunteers. Mm-hmm. So first I started off with transport. I would pick up um, athletes from one training session and take them to the next training session. Eventually that um, sparked my interest in the sport of bocce. And you guys are sports enthusiasts. Do you know what bocce is? Ever heard of it? I just, found, I just found I just found you could bake an air fryer. So like, <laughs> yeah. So bocce, since you're a sports enthusiast, it's the closest thing I can say. It's like curling. Okay. You're familiar with curling. Yeah. You got but me. it's not on ice, and the target moves. So hmm. it's it's basically lawn bowling. Oh, um, a girly. lot of. Italians, it's an Italian sport, but oh, a lot, lot of a lot of no, that's So they but, use yeah. it's balls. They use balls. Some of them look like short putts, mm-hmm. and then one looks like like a cue ball. So you have a cue Where ball. Have I seen this before? No, you think it? I you've seen you've seen you've seen you've seen, you've seen, you've seen games being played. Yeah. I'm quite sure if you see it. Um, some countries call it bowls, but it's called bocce. And I was I've been a bocce coach from about 2009. Okay. So we have bocce is one of the biggest sports in Special Olympics because everybody can participate. Um, it doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your ability. 
you are able to um, participate. So I started off at a, as a bocce coach and then eventually turn into head coach, turn into technical coach of the sport. And from there, I've been involved in our athlete leadership program. I've also um, did a lot. Of, I do a lot of behind the scenes work, a lot of the paperwork that goes into traveling to games and getting team management done, registration for world games, registration for anything um, I worked with Special Olympics International with their games management system. That's how I got to Nebraska. And I also um, was a games management support team member at the Special Olympics World Games in Athens, Greece. That was in 2011. So I have a little bit of, I guess, connections there up at Special Olympics International with that. And other than that, my traveling roles have been with the Bahamas delegation, Special mm -hmm. Olympics Bahamas, as either assistant head of delegation or head of delegation. So for in, in layman's terms, I would be like the team manager or the assistant team manager when we travel. So that's been my role or some of the roles I played over, I guess, the past 15 years that I've been involved. All right. <laughs> so my question is, what was um, that it moment for you or what was the moment for you? Um, for, I guess, when you came back home and you was like, okay, you want to get involved with this or um, how did you get involved with it? So how did I get involved? Well, long story short, um, special needs, special education, inclusion has always been a part of me, I guess, a part of my family. Mm -hmm. My grandmother was a special educator. I'm a special educator. I went to school in Canada, in Halifax, Nova Scotia, went to St. Mary's, big up to the Huskies. But while I was there, I had an opportunity um, to volunteer with Special Olympics there as well. So okay. I think that was my first experience of what Special Olympics was. When I was younger, I don't remember Special Olympics so much. Now that I'm in the program, I can remember some of the athletes doing like equestrian and I, I know them because now mm -hmm. they're my friends, right? So I, I've i been involved. So when I came back, I was like, hold on. I, just, I work at a special school. Y'all have a Special Olympics program? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's it. And for me, it's the the athletes. I, I call it the Special Olympics bug. It's like a mosquito bite. Once you get bitten, like that's it. You get dengue. <laughs> yeah, you get dengue. You, 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 you get the special Olympics. You, you turn into that. a zombie then. People you turn into a like, you can't see that. <laughs> a special Olympics I mean, zombie. Once you, you get said, bitten by the bug, you're, 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 um. You say cool, but you can't say dengue. <laughs> Yeah. So the love from the athletes, the genuine, the genuine, I guess the feel of it, mm -hmm. just knowing that you make a difference in their lives. I think that that's it for me. And then on top of that, you give the athletes a platform. A lot of persons would come up to me after, I don't know if you guys were aware, we had our first exhibition race of Special Olympics at the Carifta Games this year. So we have had athletes mm -hmm. participate in front of the country. Okay. And for me, it was a great feat because it was showcased on a bigger level. So persons came up, oh, I didn't know your athletes were so fast. And I was like, you've been running 20 sub 26, like for the last five years, where y'all been? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, when we have when we have um, competitions or 
exhibitions and we're trying to get the public to come out and we don't get that support. But I know we could run sub 26 in it too. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I've known that I've seen that I've seen him run on the world stage and get gold medals and he people cheering for him. And they look at him. Oh, I didn't know he could run that fast. Like he needs to train. And I'm like, yeah, but we've been asking for volunteers yeah, and we've been yeah. asking for coaches to come and Bahamas. assist I mean, us. You can't say, you can't that. say that. You can't say that. <laughs> I can't, you can't. You can't. No, because like you got more global recognition than you do have local recognition. So mm-hmm. like you of have. Course. So like you said, you could you could watch him on the global stage, mm-hmm. but having it actually home is like, oh well, I didn't know you did that. Well, the people outside of home no. have seen it. So who correct me and yeah, it it, it yeah. is, and it it's that way across the the Caribbean. I feel as well. Mm-hmm. So with Special Olympics, um, just tell us a little bit about, I guess, some of the differences, if any, from all the other games that you were competing in. Like, is there any short list of sports or any particular, like, style of scoring that they do? Because Sub-26 is actually really good for the 200. So yeah, are they, incredible, are they, yeah, so are, <laughs> like, all the athletes like that, or are they, like, grouped individually? Like, how does that work? Okay, so Special Olympics, the mission statement of Special Olympics is to provide year-round sports training in Olympic-type sports. So most of the sports that we compete in are Olympic-type. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have, what makes Special Olympics different is we try to make it equitable. So that means that most of our athletes are divisioned. So persons like me, who does, I don't run. I don't run. I'm not a runner. But if my country would select me to um, participate and just say if I ran the 800 meters and my time was four minutes to run the 800 meters, I would be divisioned according to my age, mm-hmm. gender, and gender meaning male or female and my time right so once they would put me in a category where most persons around my age gender are running around four minutes so we all will run together and then based on that time you will be placed in a race and then whoever comes first to eighth place will get opportunity to medal okay so all of my sub 26 athletes would run together I okay. won't put a sub-26 athlete a, running with a sub-30 athlete. Yeah, that's, yeah, good, yeah. Yeah. that's good. <laughs> so that that's what makes it different. But other than that, everything else is kind of um, standard <laughs> standard across the board. <laughs> Commercial. <laughs> everything else is standard across the board. And we at Special Olympics Bahamas participate in five sports. Um, bocce, we do athletics, we do bowling. We also have a soccer program, there's swimming, and there is tennis, the six programs. Did I say basketball? We have a basketball okay. program as well. And then we're spread out, currently we're spread out across three islands. So New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Abaco. We used to have two sub-programs in um, Exuma and Eleuthera as well, but at, at present time, they're not functioning. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. What, I guess, um, is the hardest part of what you do? Now, right now, I think the hardest part for us as an organization is getting more athletes involved. So to be involved, you have to be at least eight years of age mm-hmm. and have been diagnosed with an intellectual disability. Okay. And um, that would mean 
anybody on like autism scale or anybody that has been diagnosed with a diagnosed with a cognitive disability. So getting more persons to expose their 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 special need athletes to something. So getting more athletes participate in getting more coaches involved and just getting um, more exposure. I think that's been very difficult in terms of what's difficult for us. But everything else is, I guess, second nature. I, I guess once we have the athletes, once we have the coaches, everything else is easy. Do you feel like there is a particular event, I guess, that is like, when you look at the event itself, you feel like, oh, this is pretty intense. So you like hold back, but you see somebody still trying to participate in it and just do their best. Like, is there a event that comes to mind? All of them. (laughs) 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 No, it's the thing is, the thing is, once you, 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 they're all athletes. Mm-hmm. They're all athletes. They would give 110% all the time. It's just sometimes you have, okay, for example, this year in Berlin, we had a situation. So, um, how can I say it? We had a situation where a lot of our athletes, there was this new rule and a lot of our athletes got uh, disqualified for something what is now called over-level performance. So hmm. if I were to submit time, so what you would do is registration, and I was responsible for that as well. So we would submit registration t- registrations, say, almost six, six months to a year out, maybe a year out. Okay. So they're yeah. asking you for times in October. Your games aren't until June of the the next year then they ask you for an update of times in february mm. so you know maybe a little three second drop in time but everybody's still around that same time so you have athletes new environment so they run out of blocks if they're swimming they're jumping off of blocks they have perfect conditions they're in their cleats of their spikes ready to go you have competition as well. So now your athletes are ready, adrenaline ready. Everybody's cheering like big arenas. So you're you're talking about Olympic stadiums and everywhere that everybody else would have participated. So and they're full to capacity. People are cheering you on and you drop time. You drop almost a minute off your time for us. I had one athlete drop almost a minute off her time for a swim. I had an athlete drop almost 30 seconds off a run. And because you did better than your score, you just got disqualified for over level. So, so you over you overdid your time, right? You overperformed. You are too good. That's that's like being overqualified to work in math. Technically. So now, for me, it was how do I now explain to my athlete that I'm telling you do your best, and I I want nothing from you but the best that. Hey, you your best. best was too good. Too good. So this is why you came off. first, but you got disqualified. So world records and stuff don't exist. No, Olympics? I think not. Not based on how. Not. Based it sounds like yeah, based on how the structure and based yeah, on how no. you how you're divisioned. Yeah, you're not. It, hmm. it doesn't. So you have those things where okay, you got a time, and I'm looking at the time. I'm like wow, like he really improved, and like he comes to me like. 
yeah, I gotta run again. And no, honey, you you can't run again because no, you you've been disqualified for over level. And the thing is, imagine in me explaining that to someone of normal cognitive ability. Now I'm trying yeah. to explain that to someone who can't process that. And now you as a coach or a head of delegation now has to make that decision. Well, how do we avoid this not to happen again? What do you tell them? Hold back. <laughs> Don't yeah. run as fast. Not even. Don't swim as fast. It's not even that. How it's... do you how do you make that? Um, but then there's rules. You 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 follow the coaches out, you make there's a Special Olympics has it built in so you don't have that, um, the buffering. That's why they had the division in. And I guess before they would have had persons who would hold back and then they get into a better heat and then they come into the heat Uh and then boss out and obviously they they get the gold medal. And so that's what I guess the division in was trying to um, avoid. But now it's like over level. So even if I came out at, Overleveled, they should have put them in another yeah. division and, and say, just okay, with the times. Just go with the times. But that's been something um, we've been fighting for. I don't know if we're going to get the results. We did do a petition while I was in Germany, it was the most stressful games ever. Mm-hmm. We did get our athletes to get bumped up. What happened was they just bumped everybody up a category. Okay. But that necessarily didn't help. So <laughs> would that be avoided, I guess? I mean, if, because I guess you would have done the times here. Mm-hmm. Would that be avoided if we have more, I guess, I guess I go, I guess it goes back to exposure, mm-hmm. right? And we have, we packed the, the national stadium. We packed the stadium as if it was like the Carifta games, as if it mm-hmm. was uh, whatever. That way you have, you're trying to simulate the same atmosphere. You, you're simulating the pressure. You're simulating the competition you're simulating the the, the event the yeah the event so you have a the test conditions game. so that way okay it's not you don't have to wait till they get to these mm-hmm. big big stages and they drop in these 30 minutes because they got the adrenaline and they could simulate the adrenaline as if they were here so that way they could have more an, an accurate time um you you can we've had i guess covid change a lot but we usually have a national event where we'd have uh games at the stadium track games at the stadium i think at one time we used to have bocce nationals and track nationals at the same time and then we Mm -hmm. just catered down to track nationals and then all of our teams from Grand bahama and abaco and eleuthera and exuma would come and they would run together we'd have support come out from parents Mm -hmm. anybody was always open to the public um that could help but I think for us too, it's it's simulating the environment. So you're now traveling eight hour flights, nine hour flights, you're in a new country, you have to get acclimatized to the uh, jet lag, it's crazy. You got a time difference, food <laughs> going. Mm-hmm. I know we were in Germany and it was just like light finger foods and the kids for breakfast, like, uh, where the grits? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want eggs. I mean, certain things were available. And so it's a lot. It's just not simulating it here, but getting used to the environment that you're in, Mm -hmm. what amenities you're going to have, because there are some places I'm not going to call any names that it was not the best. So lack of sleep, being uncomfortable, being a six foot five athlete in a twin size bed. No. Mm. (laughs) 
I hate that one. I hate that one happens. <laughs> I, you know, I can't see it. It just depends. It helps. So it'll be more accurate timing. But I think um, Special Olympics is kind of pushing in a new direction. So I think that needs to be tweaked overall. They said that they're going to work with us, especially our Caribbean nations. But we'll see how, how that goes. I think this also goes back to um, the episode. What was that? The track athlete. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. When we talked about kind of practicing how you play, because you even mentioned like some of the equipment that they'd use, like they'd get, I'm assuming because of the sponsors that you guys have, because you are a nonprofit. So to get to Berlin, mm-hmm. I'm assuming like your sponsors would have been a part of that. So you would get the, the equipment that you need for the games. But do they have like similar equipment when they're training? So when we're at, so training here is based on whatever grounds we have available. So right now we train at the Stapleton School. And right now in this season, we just have basketball and bocce going on. We haven't been invited to like an international basketball competition, but right now we're training at the Stapleton School ground. So that's an outdoor court. If we had um, preparing for a basketball tournament, We'd have to know whether we're going to be playing indoor or outdoors, and that would make up a big big difference. difference. And then you'd have to look at sponsorship as well, because that means you have to find the right training sneakers, mouth guards, and then the type of ball that you're playing. Are you going to be three on three or is it going to be a five person team on the court? Yeah. Etc. Are they going to be playing half court? Are they going to be playing full court? Like what size is the rim? These are things that I didn't know how tall the rim is i like sports but i didn't figure it was like that technical yeah, yeah <laughs> and then when lot. you when you get in and you learn the logistics of the game it's like oh really like oh i didn't know <laughs> that's what all those lines were for that is ah. very simple <laughs> <laughs> so it, it just depends it just depends like even from the the sport that i i'm familiar with inside out bocce you can play bocce on sand you can play bocce on grass you can play bocce on artificial turf so, and depending on which surface you play on, your strategy has to be different. Mm-hmm. If you're playing on artificial turf, it's kind of like a medium. If you play on sand, depending on if it's, it's out, if yeah. right, if it's tougher. But if you have sand on top of concrete, then that's a fast ball yeah. versus sand that you just drop and it doesn't roll. Or if you're playing on a grass surface, you have to account for the divots in the grass or the little holes or the slope because that's going to make a difference in how you play. It's it's really technical. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really technical. So do I throw a fastball or do I throw a softball? I mean, the balls are heavy. They're almost they they they're like short put yeah, kind yeah. of feel mm-hmm. to them. And do I lob it or do I throw it like gently throw it? Or do I just kind of target it? What do you feel like is the best service to play on? Bocce? Yeah. It depends. It's a strategic game. So if I'm a person. What's your preference? Yeah. (laughs) My preference? It depends on the day. I do not like like fast surfaces. Mm. Personally, for me. I don't have the best hand-eye coordination, mm. so I'm gonna need like a in between. Mm. So like a turf or we grass. Don't have much turf, yeah. You have turf. Yeah, um, <laughs> soccer. soccer stadium, soccer, yeah. soccer field. Sorry, you could use a soccer field. 
um, I think Bahama Blue has Bahama <laughs> Blue has the mini blue like the golf oh, cart. They have yeah, a bocce. Yeah. They have bocce there okay. as well. So if you guys ever go there, you can play bocce. But we play. I I prefer grass. Mm. But you just have to know your your, your yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. You but it means you would be pretty good at golf. Not really. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like all the all yeah. the events and everything. Like and just say like y'all playing golf. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Like it. It's almost nah. Definitely. <laughs> swing versus underhand. Yeah, because I'm I'm throwing underhand versus swing. Maybe go softball. Softball. Maybe a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Pitch. <laughs> I just said no hand eye coordination. Yeah. yeah, you know, you just go from your hand to someone else. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think we get, you can bridge the gap though because like understanding now like all that goes into it plus the division and that has to go on like how do you bridge the gap between what's gonna happen in a competition versus like what y'all are able to simulate in practice like what what do you think that special olympics needs to get there to bridge that gap to make it so you, you don't have that kind of overperforming thing I think it's just more more training opportunities. Right now, we only train once a week, and then training in different environments. Um, I feel that most most of our coaches are volunteers. Most of our coaches at this point now are like retired persons and have been around or know the sports. I think if we get more quote unquote professionals or persons that are actually in sports interested in, in coaching. It doesn't necessarily mean that they need to come out on a Saturday, but can say, Hey, I coach um, basketball on Tuesdays and Thursdays at five o'clock. Do you have anybody that's interested Mm -hmm. from your organization? They can join my practice. Mm -hmm. I think having those opportunities maybe may help to bridge the gap as well. Uh, another um, another caveat to Special Olympics that started has been like our unified competition. So unified means that you have Special Olympics has an opportunity where persons without disabilities are able to compete with persons with disabilities. So for the past five years or so, I could be off by two years, but for the past five years or so, our soccer program has been unified. So we've been playing five aside and seven aside with persons without disabilities. So, and our soccer program was a merging of programs from both Grand Bahama and New Providence. So we've had persons from, I know, Queens College girls soccer program and some of the pro Bishop Michael Eldon in Grand Bahama and what's the other school, probably St. Paul's College, that they have worked with our special athletes and they've been in, I guess, different leagues and they've been playing. So opportunities like that help to, to bridge that gap because it's not just, okay, you're coming to me and okay, no basketball because I'm reading a manual and I can tell you what to do, but an actual basketball coach mm-hmm. and you're working with him versus you're going to come to me on Saturdays and I'm going to make sure you do your drills and you warm up and you exercise. And based on special Olympics rule, based on what the manuals tell me, I'm going to make sure that you hit those benchmarks. But now you're with a coach who has a national team or has a team. I think that that could make a difference because oh, we're not like interrupting your day we're just adding one more player yeah all yeah. goes back to exposure mm-hmm. yeah that's a lot <laughs> yeah there's a lot to dig in right? I, I didn't <laughs> i did not expect it to be this much so <laughs> honestly 
What is this? What is the schedule like? So, if there are people that's out there that's interested in helping or just lending some time to Special Olympics, what are the the times? And I know you mentioned stable in school. Like, where can they come and volunteer? Okay, so like I said, this season we have two sports going on: and bocce and a basketball. It's at Stapleton School on Dolphin Drive. The training sessions are on Saturday from nine to eleven. Uh, you can reach out to us on social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, where we have WhatsApp, and then we have a website, all Special Olympics Bahamas. You can also contact us at 356-2433. That's our office to get any more information. And if you are willing to volunteer, I think online there are volunteer registration forms. If you know somebody with intellectual disabilities that wants to be a part of the program, all of the forms are online as well. For volunteers, there are online registration forms, so all of the information is there. But you could always reach out to us on social media, and we can always get the information to you. <laughs> you okay with it? Hey. <laughs> I live. I used. I live with this gal. I realized this. We do all this work. Yeah, you think you would have been a lot less stressed if you didn't date the kicker? What? And the funny thing is, he has volunteered at some of our events, and I don't understand why. Like he doesn't yeah, get tell it. Yeah, because I'm just... experienced, sir. It's interesting, though. Like no, because when you go to volunteer with um special because as she mentioned, I've done it a few times. I've done it with basketball. I suck at basketball, but it was just there to give them like yeah. the unified as an having more bodies for them to play with. And then with the bocce, and I got destroyed um, by the bocce team. Because <laughs> that sport is very stressful. It is fun. It is brilliant. But um, to her point, like the Special Olympic athletes are all legitimate athletes yeah. in that sport and their discipline. So I think it, it is important to get people out there to, as Clara mentioned, get that exposure to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of them being actual athletes, like from Berlin, what did any, like, did we get any medals? I know we had some overqualifications happen, but did we come back home with anything? Yeah. So I had the smallest team ever in Berlin. It was because we don't control quota. So mm. we would have submitted. We, we when, it, when it comes to games, we have to submit what possibilities we can have. So we would submit for, like, a basketball team or off five per six person track team and they would come back to us and say nope we can't give you bowling we can't give you this we can't give you that special olympics Mm -hmm. special olympics international when it comes to games it's a lot that goes around a lot that goes into it that's behind the scenes and i've been behind the scenes because they don't have other teams joining or is that because of i mean it's because of the 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 goc the games organizing committee um so special olympics is worldwide Mm -hmm. so for the north america we're in the north america region so that that contains canada and the us and the caribbean so for the north american region they would say north america gets 1500 slots out of the fifteen hundred slots, I'm gonna give you twenty for bocce, three hundred for track, yeah. and okay. they're gonna specify. But what they also do is they also specify which gender and which levels. So, mm-hmm. like for not swimming, pardon, not okay. by country. Okay. They they it's do it by region, yeah. and then by region it kind of breaks down into who gets what. Yeah. I ask, I ask if I can have a six person athletics team. Yeah. team I wanted four males, two females, and they came back and told me two males, two females. And then they're telling me 
level two category for males and level three category for females. And I'm mm. like, I don't have a female that runs the 800 meter. And I don't have a female that runs a 1500 meter. But you're telling me, and that's category three, they'll tell you like what level of events you can participate in. Yeah. And then category two would be like the sprints. And I'm like, I have three dudes. I have three males that how could do, you, do. Yeah. How do you break that the spr- down? The sprints. And I got one female who could do a 200. That's in my program right now. That's all I have. Can you accommodate me with this quota? So for my track team, I had four athletes, three males, one female. But that's been a bartering system back and forth. You go back. I don't have that. So why they give we- you a swimmer and they're like, open water swim. <laughs> open water swim? No. 50 free. 50 back. That's what I got. <laughs> Is there a reason they made the system that way? No, oh. it's always been like that. It, it's just that when, I guess, based on the region and what facilities they have available okay. and yeah. all of that stuff. And then you look at the logistics of how many persons you want in an event, then they'll come back. And what you'll do is you'll swap because we'd have like um, the strong Bermuda. They have like Cayman Islands, best special Olympic swimmer, swimmers I've ever come across. Cayman Islands has an awesome swim program. So I'll talk with my friend from Cayman. Um, you need an open water swim? <laughs> yeah, I can take that from you. Who you got? You can bocce? I, I give you my open water swim. If you give me a two bocce, let's, let's, <laughs> let's work that out. Yeah. And then you, I'll give you, you said, give you me a first round. <laughs> I give you a first round there. For the yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, he ain't doing that. He ain't doing so that. let's <laughs> work that out. Let's send that to headquarters. Let's send that to Sona. First of all, North America region. Find out if the swap is okay. It's mm-hmm. all within our region. Find out if the swap is okay. If they approve it, fine. That's what it is. Oh, wow. And then you go into registration. So preparation for games starts basically the minute one ends so berlin was 2020 that was this year i've been preparing from berlin from 2019 the minute we came back from abu dhabi so when people hear oh we going to berlin yeah. and i'm just like he knows oh you going to berlin you excited no <laughs> I'd be in the band, but it's so stressed. Like I'm, I've been, I've been stressed out from 2019, and then coming down towards it because it's all volunteer. Most first, most places in Special Olympics, Special Olympics is your your job. Mm-hmm. Persons get paid to do what I yeah. do, and I have multiple roles. So I'm there, and they're like, "Oh, we have a meeting at one o'clock." Like you one o'clock, too. I work. Like, when am I gonna get in that meeting? Or there's like, oh, we're going to have a webinar on this. And I'm like, it's 1030 in the morning. <laughs> I teach <Yeah>. children. <laughs> so it's, it's very hard. So I've been a year out. They start with the web before they start. They start with the webinar. So first you're in a webinar once a month. So you could kind of plan for that. Then you're in a webinar mm-hmm. every week. And then they want you to come out to the test site. And then they want you to say this and that. And it's it's crazy. Burnout is that. It's burnout. <laughs> and then you get here and you have a whole wonderful experience. So it's the same um, theatrics and you have guest persons. I think Dirk Nowinski was there. And I was like, he looks familiar. And they was like, it's Dirk. I'm like, the basketball player? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, no. And then persons are telling me stuff. I'm saying, but it's in German. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm in the back like... Translate. <laughs> like oh, wow. German's not this good. But you see these things. So they have fireworks and big to do. And then you wait for the the 
the trains and the bus and however you get back. And then the next day you just rule in a competition. Like it's crazy. Nothing's different. Nothing's different from a regular Olympics that you see on TV and special Olympics. They have the, the same exact experience okay. and what they have built into the program as well as you have a little bit of cultural exchange. So we get to learn a little bit about the culture for a few days before games actually start. That's good. So yeah. what was your favorite location so far? My favorite location? Huh. Amenities wise, I think the Abu Dhabi slash Dubai in 2019. Makes sense. Was, Makes sense. <laughs> was, was one of the better um one of the better locations in terms of just amenities. It was, we stayed in hotels. Mm, yeah, we had, we didn't have as much issues. The athletes got to experience a lot. Um, so location, Dubai. Um, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, I think I had a better social, I think the athletes had a better social experience in Berlin, mm-hmm. in terms of um, being with other athletes, connecting mm-hmm. with persons, connecting with the culture, I think that would have been a better experience for for most of our athletes there. Now, do you want to know the worst place? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> most of my athletes would say Greece. <laughs> I think I know why. <laughs> most of our athletes would say Greece. They, um, no. No, I was about to say they'd be robbing. <laughs> well, they'd be robbing. Yeah. So Greece, I have a Greece story. I was not, I was not with the team while I was in Greece. I worked with Special Olympics International, but I know they had a, their accommodations weren't the best. And I know when I was in um, Latin America games in Puerto Rico, I had a similar experience. So if I can compare. My Greece accommodations with my Puerto Rico accommodations, then I would say they're all in the same boat. Oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, got I got robbed in Athens oh. as well. <laughs> I didn't try to speak that. <laughs> so I, that's why I can say. <laughs> that, that's why yeah. I can say. I, that's why I can say. Yeah, they they do. But while we were in Athens, that was that was when they were having like the riots mm. and. Was was it the they were coming out of the the Euro? Well, anyway, they had the riots there in Athens, so all of that was going on at the same time as the games, trying to bring awareness. Like y'all have this international thing here, we having issues, we going into a recession, and y'all no, yeah. Oh wow, that's a lot. That's why they run. No, <laughs> no, I was on a train. I was on a train. <laughs> On a subway. <laughs> and I it was just packed. And you know that you're gonna get pickpocketed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Locks on my bag, bag to the front, and it's just one portion of my bag. Like I did not lock. And that was the part mm. that was wow. in a train and I'm jammed in like sorry and people pushing and doing so this. Was and just then, there, like, yeah, and your then, bag. When I looked to go and take a picture, because I was in Stigmata Square, and I'm like camera gone because we wow. had cameras back then like real ones yeah but the sd cards camera and then 
my iPad, my iPod. You know the big, the yeah. big yeah. iPod. <laughs> because I was, it, it was in a bag. You had a backpack. Or? Backpack, backpack oh. was to the front, and the one portion that I didn't have my lock on mm-hmm. was so still on. Right. In the front of me, and but I'm packed like sardines. <laughs> like I don't know if you get it. Someone, like they take a whole iPod and yeah. Wait. So the iPod that now I guess we would call the external drive. That iPod it was like 256 gigs then. Oh, that's one of the fat, fat ones. Of course, iPod mm-hmm. classic. So, so, <laughs> I used to hear you. So you're telling me you are your iPod on your front, uh-huh. and they take out. The- because I it was in the front pocket. I was like, I was in a train. I'm in a train. I'm jarm like sardines. Like somebody literally on the front of me like this. Yeah. And we're doing this. So in one of those rocking moments. (laughs) I I understand what you're saying. (laughs) I understand exactly what you're saying. I put you you on that. But like, if you've been on some of these like European trains, like in certain instances, yeah. Yeah, you don't know, like. Somebody on top of me like this. Like how they show like the New York subways and like the movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Is slightly yeah. worse than that in actuality. <laughs> they probably there like at an angle. And, and they all holding on and yeah. everybody's swinging. And I get out to snap a picture because I was like, oh, stigmata square. And I'm like, hold on, y'all. My camera missing. Like, wow. when did it go? Did it go one stop ago? Did it go two stops ago? Like, so it was six was stops. Spain with Senior Dean mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. And did like, you go to QC? Yeah. He was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, put the bag in front, and like, when you put the bag in front, you hug it. it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, but oh, I'm short. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I was to the front, but it was it was like the bottom pocket. Mm. So it wasn't like a top pocket. And I think I didn't lock. Okay, so yeah. 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 Well, I guess to kind of. Sorry that you got robbed, first and foremost. <laughs> but we're going to bring it home and bring it to a close. What's one thing that you think um, that you need to say to anyone that's watching this for Special Olympics, on behalf of Special Olympics Wellness? Thank you and continue to support us. I think support is what we need, whether it's financially, physically, or just being someone to support us by sharing any of our social media pages, support. Thank you. All right. Last question. Yeah, last question. You know, tradition. <laughs> but yeah, what's one thing you're fanatical about? One thing I'm fanatical about? Oh, it doesn't have to be sports wise. Nope, could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> You can say it loud enough. Harry Potter. Okay. I'm a Harry Potter fan. Like I'm the biggest. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the biggest. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. But I love Harry Potter. Okay. I'm just waiting for Hedwig's theme to drop. I just waiting to switch my ringtone. It ain't October yet. Fall comes and it's all it's Harry Potter. Have you been the universe? That was universal. Yes, of course. Something. Both. You have, you have a one? No, I haven't had a one. Now you got to get a one. Now. See? No, I haven't picked the right. The one has to choose you. I went into the store and there was nothing that came on and was like, oh, no, this is custom. your one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure customs got to stop that. Or <laughs> you sure they had no one? Customs, customs I, don't stop I don't know. So yes, I am very. I love Harry Potter. What house are you? Hufflepuff. 
Look at his face. I know everybody's giving me like the side Hufflepuff? Like, what y'all is being too? Mm-mm. It fits personality wise, everything. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Have wow. you watched Fantastic Beast though? Don't worry, just saying the same movies. <laughs> I, watch, I watch part of I watch part of like movies, but I've not. What I want to do is like I want to sit down from. That's what I want to do and, and, watch, and watch from the beginning to because I, yeah. I caught it. I caught it when the hype was high, and when if hype is high, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it. You want Especially if I late to the hype. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like people like, oh, you gotta watch this. Okay. He's, like, that was me with He's like bro. somebody I know yeah. that yeah. I've never watched the Titanic. I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched Game of Thrones either. Like they, every time I come home, y'all is watching. I just be like, what happening? Y'all is saying I watch Game of Thrones. I watch Bird Box. I watch. I didn't watch Squid Game. I didn't watch Squid Game either. I watch Breaking Bad. No, I started to, but I was like, I was like, this ain't, y'all was like, y'all hyped this up too much. Like, no, 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 it was like Star Wars. I played game. I played Star Wars games. I have not. But I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even like watch it. But it's like you know, I like half a book in Burmese school. No, that's that's gonna be my challenge. That's gonna be my challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, what? Well, we don't talk. You know, It's twelve movies. No, it's, no, it's not. No, it's just the last. The last one was two part. Yeah. It's like I watched all the Twilight movies. I watched. Yeah, I watched. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time off. What y'all talking about? Okay, so, so what you don't call up. This is what y'all What are y'all thoughts on Twilight then? Okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, y'all! Uh, uh, he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah I, was, I was on a Twilight fence for a while until I finally watched it. And I was like, oh, this is a love story. It's a sex story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> really? <laughs> to be fair, you have a point. That's sick, bro. Cause like, he like six hundred years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I go and print. I say, bro, this what you're like. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I dating, On the end, I was dating. I was dating a bitch. Yeah, Jacob. I, I said, yeah. bro, what kind of sickness? That's what I thought he was talking about. No, it is Jacob. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean yeah. with the daughter? Yeah, you were printing. Yeah. Taking them daughter. I say, bro, what? That's what kind, kind of sick. No, it ain't kind of. It is. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think this is where we need to cut <laughs> this out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue this. We'll continue this behind the scenes. But um, thank you for watching another Fanatic Islanders episode. Thank you for um, watching the soundbar. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for insight. having me. Why have you not bring us one? I just forget. <laughs> you probably wouldn't forget if you didn't. Oh, if you didn't take the kick off. Don't wish that on him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't wish that on him, bro. I think it's free. You know, this is free day. But other than that, um. I don't have to tell y'all, tell y'all like, comment and subscribe because y'all already have done that at this point in the episode. Uh oh. But, you know, YouTube will tell us um, half of y'all who watch um, these episodes will not subscribe. So, you know, hit that subscribe button if you made it to the end. Let us know what you think. Leave your comments. We got statistics now. We do have statistics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Another episode.
when I got on this. Y'all be good. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Go watch Gremlins. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs>